This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary Roughness. roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown Raiders. Would you believe it? This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. Coming up in just a minute, got uh, my one-on-one I had earlier this morning with Raiders all-time sack leader Greg Townsend. Just a couple minutes with him at the McCarran Airport, uh, right inside, or not inside, outside of the awesome-looking airplane that Allegiant Airlines rolled out today, the Raider official Raider airline. I was out there about 8 o'clock this morning. There was a lot of the media out there. It was really cool to hang out with everyone. Mick Akers, shout out to Mick. He was out there uh, hanging out there and, and, and observing everything that was going on. But you're going to fly Allegiant Airlines. There is a, a Raiders-themed airplane that, as I was just told on Twitter, is badass. <laughs> just got the tweet. That's a badass plane. I ain't mad at that. I know that now when Raider fans fly Allegiant, they're going to hope that they're on that plane. Right. No doubt. And I wonder, I'm wondering if there's going to be a flight leaving like Denver headed here as the Broncos are coming here. And there's going to be a Bronco fan that says, eh, I'll wait for the next flight. Like, I, would, I don't <laughs> care. I'll tell you right now, dog. I could be on a plane that is sponsored by whoever. I don't care. My most hated enemy. And I don't really have enemies. But I'm just saying, you know what I mean? I'm getting on the plane and I'm going. It wouldn't make me a rip. I'm getting on any airplane. I don't care if that thing said Kansas City Chiefs all day because I want to make sure I get to my destination on time. I, there's nothing worse than missing your flight. But I know some folks would be like, that's Saturday. I ain't got to be there until Sunday. I'll catch the next one. Not getting on that Raider plane. <laughs> right, 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 right. I, I guarantee there's somebody like that. I'm not that dude. I already, I mean, anyone who's listened to me and listened to my podcast for a long time or listened to me on the radio knows I got bad luck when it comes to traveling anyway. I can't be trying to push the issue and act like act like I'm better than the next guy. You know what I mean? Oh, I'll just wait for the next plane. When they ask that, they always ask. You know, anyone want to uh, uh, wait till the next plane? Like every flight we'll they give you fifty dollars. Yeah, we'll give you a fifty dollar credit. I'm like hell no, because I already got bad luck. I need to get on this thing and get on it now. I got the worst luck. Don't travel with me, Demond. I'll tell you right now, I have the worst luck. Oh, I'm I'm like from all the stories you tell, <laughs> your travel experiences are the worst. They are the worst. From the uh, the Hall of Fame experience. Oh and man, the, don't I get me started I, on I, that. I don't get Please don't get me started again. That's right. Get, that could take the whole hour. I've had trips to El Paso that took way longer than it needed to. Yeah, you had a story one time about like a almost deserted airport. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The gate was literally where you're standing, and I'm and I'm right here at the security gate. It was a security gate, and then the the gate to board. Was literally as far as me and you are, which is, I mean, I could almost reach out and grab you right now. And then they still wouldn't let you on. And they still wouldn't let me on. No, you're too late, Mr. Myers. Like, are you serious? Like, you could turn your head and I could jump over the turnstile and I'd be there. But I'm lucky. when In that experience, and then we'll we'll go to our caller. I'm sorry for delaying. In that experience, I'm lucky that I wasn't 25-year-old Q. Because if I was 25-year-old Q, I would have been popping off talking trash. You know what I mean? Because youngsters, you know, you know how you youngsters are. Oh, yes. You know how y'all are. Be the voice of the young people. Yeah, exactly. DeMond would be like, hey, man, hold on, man. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hey, so let's get on the damn plane, man. It's like right there. <laughs> uh, sir, you're under arrest. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, yeah, so that would have been all bad. So I'm glad that I was at least older where I realized, like, I can't literally be loud here. <laughs> if I'm loud, I'm going to jail. So I did not do that. But. 
That was a terrible experience. Mr. Brewski hit us up on the Salmon Ash text line, 69187. If our defense shows up, everybody should be talking about it. I agree. I agree. I think today's theme of the show has been defense, and that's fitting because we have Greg Townsend coming up in just a few minutes. But before we get to him, let's go out to San Jose, the 408. Tim, you're on Unnecessary Roughness. What's on your mind, my man? What's going on, Q? Chilling, man. Chilling. I'm definitely not one of those guys that cares about what's on a plane. I paid a lot of money <laughs> that plane, man. I need to get the hell to my destination. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. <laughs> anyway, man, I'm excited. I think it will be a close game, but I just want to say, man, I think we got to pump the brakes just a little bit on the defense, and here's why. If Lamar Jackson is as fast as he was when he first came out of the NFL draft, man, that is a very unique talent, and, you know, I know their offensive line might be rough. I mean, who's to say ours isn't going to be rough? There's one True. thing that I know that makes the Ravens good. It's just two things. Their defense always gets those turnovers and comes to make plays, but Lamar's legs, man. I don't know. I mean, I like our linebackers, but these guys aren't running sideline to sideline. They're, they're, they're using their IQ. You know, we got those high IQ linebackers who can hit. But my concern is, man, I mean, even if we get through that line, he takes off. I mean, can we catch him? You know what I mean? Like, we're right. not talking about and not only that, this defense just got compiled. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to be on the offense. This is going to be on Der- how Derek Carr handles this adversity. You know, I need Derek Carr to think that, you know, there's a possibility this line doesn't hold up for him, and how is he going to go about it? How, what's, what's he going to do? What kind of moves is he going to make? What You know what I mean? I don't yeah. want to just prepare for failure, but you've got to have that, that mindset sometimes because you don't have Rodney. You don't got Trent Brown. You don't got Gabe Jack. you got... And you may not have incognito, or at least 100% incognito. So, you know, just pump the brakes just a little bit. This defense, I, I mean, I've never seen a bad Ravens defense in a long time. And Lamar Jackson got them legs, man. So hopefully we can pull the win. But I'm not grading the defense really hard at this game. It's a very unique situation compared to other quarterbacks. But I'll leave it at that, my man. Hey, great call, man. Great call. Great way to put it in perspective. You're not wrong at all. I mean, there's a big chance that Lamar Jackson could have a, himself a field day. And, you know, I kind of go back to covering high school sports and covering college sports where there's a team that comes in or a team that your team is playing that just has a different style than you do. And you don't always practice against that style. That's who Lamar Jackson is. I think the Raiders are actually blessed that they're getting them for the first game of the season instead of like week six where they've been pocket passer, pocket passer, pocket passer, pocket passer. Whoopsie. Here goes Lamar Jackson. You know what I mean? Like that's a good thing that they're getting them first. Because it's hard to to plan for a certain style and then all of a sudden switch it up. So uh, that you bring up a great point, Tim. So basically, he's thinking the conversation on Tuesday might be the Raiders' offense showed up and showed out, or the Raiders' offense didn't show up and show out, and maybe it's the offensive line on their end that was a struggle. That's hey, that's a really good call, Tim. We do appreciate it, and that's why I throw the question out there because I know that everyone's not going to have the same answer. Uh, I definitely like that. How about this text from Mailman Raider on the Salmon Ash text line at 69187? He says, Q, have you been hearing Keyshawn Johnson on, on Derek Carr? He's really been pushing the narrative that D.C. is an elite quarterback all over ESPN. It's nice to hear somebody talking positively about us in the national media. I think we'll be talking about D.C. Monday night, just how Keyshawn has been. That's from Mailman Raider. And you know what? I have seen that. And I'll tell you, first of all, I'm a big fan of Keyshawn Johnson in the morning. I am a big fan of Keyshawn Johnson. He gets it. He gets it. He's very good at what he does. I was so happy when he got that job. Heard him before when he was just on ESPN in L.A., and I say just, that's not a just job. That's an awesome job. But to know that he's on the national scene, him and Jay Will, and I think Jay Will's okay. I don't think he's great, but I think that Keyshawn could carry him. Uh, and, and, I, and I know they're going to have Kellerman now, and I'm not a fan of that, but whatever. I mean, it is what it is. 
But Keyshawn is awesome. You really are always working. Yeah, always, <laughs> always, uh, always, always. There's uh, again. I say it before, man. If I'm not working, somebody else is doing so, a little, doing so. a little, trying to look, like the show lineup tweaking a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, hey, man, that's what I do. That's what I do. If I'm not working, someone else is. I'm getting left behind. That's that's just bottom line. The minute you're sleeping is the minute someone else is shining. You got it. You got to take advantage when you can. Uh, but good call, Tim. I, I do appreciate you. And uh, do, the text uh, from Mailman Raider. Appreciate that text. And yeah, he has been very high on Derek Carr lately. That's really good. Let's get one more call in, and then we'll get to Greg Townsend, Fargo Raider. You're on unnecessary roughness. What's on your mind, my man? Hey, what's up, Q? Chilling, man. Chilling. All right. I I wanted to start out by uh, actually shouting out. Eric from the 701 in the land of ice and snow. I'm up here myself, and I get hella happy when I see the nation up here. He said hella. He's from the Bay. You got to be from the Bay. You said hella. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm from the Central Coast, man, but you know we're close enough with the Bay. Right. Close enough. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to say that the talk, of, the talk on Tuesday is going to be how the Raiders' defense came to ball this year. They're going to have to put some respect on our name, and they're going to see that Carr on that offense can roll over anybody if you give them the shot. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's that's what I want to hear on Tuesday, and that's what I want my Raiders to make everybody do. I want them to have to swallow some of those words every time they doubted our defense and our new offensive line. All right. Sounds good. I like it, man. Great call. Thank you, Fargo Raider. Appreciate the love. And, yeah, man, anytime I hear someone say hello, man, I know what's up. I know uh, that they got those Bay roots. You know, they're somewhere from the Bay. Funny. Believe it or not, on the side of the Oakland airport, DeMond, you might not know this. I don't know if you've gone by the Oakland airport or you've been in Oakland before. Never. It definitely says, we are hella happy to see you. It says it on the side of the Oakland airport. We are hella happy to see you. It's hilarious. It's there, though. Check it out next time you go to Oakland. But, uh, yeah, no, um, you know, and Fargo Raiders talking about the defense. Another person talking about the defense. It's, you know, I know that, hey, right now it's the, it's the new shiny toy, you know, uh, uh, with with – Having uh, Gus Bradley there, having Ngakwe, Crosby, obviously just getting KJ right. Right now, it's the talk of the town. But like Tim said, man, these guys are just coming together. And Lamar Jackson's a different cat. He really, really is. Got this text on the Salmon Ash text line. I'm excited to hear Greg Townsend. Should be a Hall of Famer. Greg Townsend checks the stats, then check Howie Long's stats. Uh, So there's a good text right there. And since since you can't wait to hear from Greg Townsend, let's go ahead and jump into that conversation I have with Greg Townsend and McCarran Airport just a little while ago. Here at uh, McCarran Airport right now with Raiders great Greg Townsend. And, and Greg, uh, just reveal the Allegiant Air, Airline flight, the airplane of Raider Nation. What are your thoughts when you see it? Uh, I think it's the most beautiful thing I ever laid eyes on. I never would have thought that there would be an airplane in the air with the Raider logo on it flying through the air like this, man. Because the things that we used to fly on was <laughs> compared to this is like a horse and buggy. You know what I mean? So this is amazing that they have this out here. And I'm, I'm happy to per, uh present this to the to the legions airport yeah it, it, it's great man this airplane looks great raider nation is going to love being on it it's going to be great flying into uh, opposing teams uh, markets as well but it. what about the evolution of the raiders now being here in las vegas i think you know again that's something nobody could wrap their mind around 10 five, five or ten years ago so what would have happened in, in that course is that now this thing just feel like it fits and right. so with that interpret, now we need to bring a championship home over here. Well, I'm glad you mentioned championship. You are the all-time leading sack artist for uh, for the Raiders. They have a couple guys that uh, look like they got some dog in them and Unique Ngakwe and Max Crosby. What are your thoughts on just the new the new form defensive line and how this defense is shaping up for the Raiders? I think with Gus over there now, the, yeah. the, the defense coordinator, I, I've seen a lot of guys uh, get 
more developed right. in in the last uh, off season than I ever seen in the last two three years here. Right. So with that it, it said, you know, I do a little coaching myself. So with that said, you always want to see the development of a player from week one to the next week and then the following week. Just see those little slights improvement and so that's what i'm i always look for when i'm watching the raiders as well it improvement. should it should be a lot of fun i'm here with raiders great uh, greg townsend i know there's a lot of folks who want to talk to you so i'm gonna ask you one more question monday night allegiance stadium it opens up for the fans what are your thoughts on raider nation being in there i wish i could be there chasing <laughs> lamar jackson that that's just been one of my fortes i've been able to, to, to run down some of the best quarterbacks that's been elusive in the league and that's why they got a guy like me but at the same time uh i, I just think that um when this Monday night game happens, it's going to be all fireworks, and I just want to come out with a victory on this one. No doubt about it. Well, Greg, thank you for your time. Appreciate you. Thank you. There he goes right there, Greg Townsend. Like I said, man, short and sweet. There was a nice little line of folks that wanted to talk to him, so I wasn't going to sit there and do a full-blown 15-minute interview. I mean, we could have. He's a great interview. He's been on the Raider Nation Radio 920 before. He's a really good interview, but I didn't want to be that guy. <laughs> didn't want to be that did so i got a, a opportunity to talk to him and it was hot out there he was sweating but uh he did get, no he was man it was it was rough man it was rough because it got hot quick you know we're out there on the tarmac all of a sudden it gets hot everyone's looking around you see everyone sweating you think oh man you know gotta get this wrapped up so i was glad that i got the opportunity to catch him early before he was like okay i'm ready to get out of here so many thanks to greg townsend for giving us a few minutes of his time earlier today 317 is the time we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break what you need to do Raider nation is hit us up on the Raider nation listener line at 702-365-9200 also the salmon ash text line 69187 keyword r&r let us know what's the conversation going to be like on tuesday following the raiders game on monday against the ravens what will the, the headlines be? What will we be talking about here on Raider Nation Radio 920? We have dogs out there that's ready to hunt. Uh, they're ready for this game. They're excited for it. And I'm excited to see them hunt. And I told our players, you need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here yeah, looking in the mirror. Do I look good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. We don't need no meows. We don't need no cats. We need more dogs. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. Love it. Good stuff right there, Damon. Corey Littleton talking about they got dogs on a defensive line. Talking about Ngakwe. Talking about Crosby. Talking about Gerald McCoy. Jonathan Hankins. Darius Phylon. Just part of the rotation right there. They have, I mean, they put the depth chart out yesterday, and they got dudes. Carl Nassib's part of that. Malcolm Koontz is part of that. I mean, literally, Gus Bradley, who said he wants to have pass rushers go in waves, they have waves. They have at least two full lines and then a couple other players. You know what I mean? Like, they, they should, in all theory, they should be able to keep guys fresh and have a guy always getting after the quarterback. So that, that's going to be, that's gonna be the, the main goal and that's going to be something that we really pay attention to on Monday to see if those waves can get after Lamar Jackson. Because, again, like Tim in San Jose said, he's slippery. He's not easy to get to the ground. We've got a ton of feedback we've been getting so far on the show today. We definitely appreciate that. 702-365-9200. Still on the way, you're going to hear from Raiders president Dan Fentrelli uh, talk about the, the the airplane that was at McCarran Airport. We had a little group, group Q&A with him, so you'll hear that coming up in just a few minutes, plus a Demond the Boss exclusive. 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 Prestige worldwide. Oh, can't wait. 
That's coming up as well. So we got a lot to get to in a little bit of time here on today's show. So let's go out to the Raider Nation listener line and let's talk to Raider Calvin. What's on your mind this afternoon, my man? Hey, what's going on, Q? How you doing? Chilling, man. Chilling. Hey, man. I like the plane. I didn't call for the plane, but I like the plane. <laughs> that was that's sweet to see you being a longtime Raider fan. Yeah. Being here in the Bay Area, that was sweet to see that. So that's awesome. I just wanted to say I had a few comments about um, um, getting respect from report nationwide reporters. That ain't going to happen until we go a full season performing the way we're capable of performing. So I don't even expect it. If we get some, we get some. But I'm not expecting it. Win, lose, or draw. I just don't expect to get the, re- the respect until we win a, a whole season and win a playoff game or two. That's that. Uh, as far as um, Lamar Jackson, I think the best strategy we can employ is the same one they used against Michael Big back in the day, which is rush up field evenly. If you rush mm-hmm. in the end and start getting people behind him, now he's got lanes to run out of. And yep. escape. We want to just keep him behind the line of scrimmage and make him beat us with his arm. If we can keep him around, keep them around 100, 150 yards rushing and Lamar 150 yards passing, maybe a touchdown and one pick, if we can get that, we can win because I have no doubt that we can put 24 to 27 to 28 points on their defense. I really believe that. That's what we, that's what we need to do. But as far as the press after, after Monday, as far as the press, I'm not looking for nothing. We just got to take care of our business and not worry about what everybody else is saying or thinking. We just got to handle our business. Okay. Hey, before I let you go, let me, let me get them back real quick. Before I let you go, what will we be talking about? We're not the national media, but what will we be talking oh, about here? We're going to talk about how smart we play. Okay. Wait, we got those two. We got the veterans we need to play smarter football. Don't go running upfield. Yep. Chase Lamar, no gap control. We want gap control. We want Lamar to know he's got to throw the ball. If he's going to run, he's going to run sideline to sideline, not right up the middle right. and get in the middle of the field. That's how they attack people. And we just and he don't throw to his wideouts, right? Right. Tight ends. He's missing his best right. one. Yep. And so, so we need to worry about the tight ends and not let Lamar just run up field. But if he wants to run, make him run wide toward the sidelines and limit his runs. If he's, if he's not run killing us with a 60, 70, 80 yard touchdown run, we're controlling him. We ain't trying to stop him completely, but we want to keep some control. Nice. Give our offense a chance to get a lead. And if we can get a lead going in that fourth quarter and implement that, that pass defense and sit back in our zone and wait, he's going to throw an errant pass or two if we make him sit behind the line. No doubt. No doubt. Hey, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, and, and I like your thoughts. And really, you hit it on the head when you said you can't rush upfield too far. You cannot get behind Lamar Jackson. That gives him way too many ways to escape. You've got to be disciplined in the way that you set the edge. You've got to find a way to set the edge. And you've got to stay disciplined. That is a great stuff, Raider Calvin. Definitely appreciate you. Let's hustle back out to the Raider Nation listener line and talk to Charles calling from Kentucky. What's up, Charles? Hey. What's going on, Q? Chilling, man. Hey, Chilling. Uh, uh, the headline Tuesday morning will read Raiders beat up injured Raven team. And you're going to throw that little slide toward the Raiders, say the Ravens were injured. But I, I Q, I tell you what, I, I'm indifferent with the whole national media and it's just watching film and stuff. I think the Raiders win this game. There's too many things in the Raiders', Raiders favorite. If this was a gambling podcast, you would say, 
we know what the Ravens are. Do the Ravens know what the Raiders' defense is? I mean, even if they're not that good, how do you prepare for a defense that's totally different? And, you know, I, I, I just think the Ravens are going to be in for a, a shock here. I don't think they can stop the Raiders. I also think Gruden bringing that running back in, I think he's going to run the heck out of the ball because if Simpson plays John Simpson, he's not as good against the pass, but he's great against the run. And I think Gruden's just going to run the ball down their throat, all the Cleveland Browns. That's what they did, the Baltimore Ravens. And I, I disagree with you about the Steelers and Ravens. I think the Browns dominate that division. Okay. I think it's going to be hard to keep the Browns out of the Super Bowl this year. And I hate to say it because I don't like the Browns. Right. But you look at the playoffs, Q, every team in the playoffs last year, except for Washington, had one common thing. They had experienced coaching, coaching staff and a team that was together for a while. Every single team. The only team that got in the playoffs with a new coach, with no preseason, was Stasansky. I guess that's how you say his name, mm-hmm. the Browns. Right. And look how that team played at the end of the year. That's a scary team. And I actually think they'll beat the Chiefs. And I, it's not because I hate the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs still are one of the best teams in the NFL. I just think the Browns' defense is really good. I think it's just as good as Tampa's. Okay, good stuff, good stuff. And, hey, that's okay. Uh, Cleveland's a team up on the rise, of course. A lot of folks are giving them the nod like you're giving them, a potential Super Bowl team. I just want to see it another year from Baker. That's all. I want to see another year from Baker and see what he can do with Odell Beckham Jr. back into the mix. Uh, I'm not the guy who signs up for the, well, the Browns are better without Odell Beckham. I don't believe that. That's just me. But, uh, yeah, hey, man, that's that's a tough division, you know. I mean, think about it. Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincinnati. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's three out of four ain't bad, right? If you're in baseball, you're an all-star three out of four. So that's not too bad at all, but great stuff, man. Great call. Uh, now let's go back out to uh, the Raider Nation listener line and talk to my guy out of San Antonio, Texas, Peg Leg Raider. What's on your mind, my man? Yo, what up, Q? Chilling, man. You doing um, all right? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Hey, yesterday's text, you were, you were talking earlier about righteous and ratchet. <laughs> yes. Yes. So there's, there's an R, right? That one, that's righteous. There's the Aura. That's ratchet. Listen to her spell her name. She's the B R A T. She tells you she ratchet right up front. Um, but Tuesday morning, Tuesday morning, I really don't expect the national media to give us any love because that's now. But the conversation I'd like to hear is us surprise people um, and have them either A, talk about our defense, good with that, B, talk about either our running game. Or our line. I think if we're, we're running the ball consistently and they're talking about our running game, it's a reflection of our, our new look line. I think that's a good look. The other thing I really want to hear, um, and it doesn't have to be Tuesday, but sometime during the season, I want the national media to say, this Brian Edwards kid, who the hell is he and where did he come from? <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Great call, my man. Definitely appreciate you chiming in. Uh, thank you for your services again, my man. And uh, we're going to definitely highlight the the services and the military and everything uh, this week here on the show with uh, 9-11 coming up on Saturday. So thank you again for your services. Definitely always appreciative for that. No problem. Thank you, my man. You have a good one. Absolutely. There he goes. Peg Leg Raider. Good dude right there. That's my guy. So funny, man. I was in Central Texas. He was in San Antonio, Texas. It literally took us to go to Ohio before we got to hang out. <laughs> like The first time we actually met in person was at the Hall of Fame experience. And believe me, it was an experience, good and bad. It was all bad on my end. It was great on his end. <laughs> I'm not going to get back into that. But yeah, my man is literally three hours away from me when we were in Texas. And every time we tried to hook up, something always popped up. We end up going to the Hall of Fame, and that's where we link up. Figure that, right? Yeah, Peg Leg Raiders is a celebrity. We, even in the... Uh 
the liner that I run there. Yeah. You know, Tom Flores signed his leg. You damn right. I mean, come on, man. Damn He's a right. Celebrity. That's right. That's right. No doubt about it. Three thirty one's the time. Let me get this one quick text in real quick. Sam and Ash text line six nine one eight seven keyword R and R. How about this? Really shocked. Everyone thinks Raiders are going to win. Q. I am shocked and amazed. Just kidding. LOL. Raiders defense has potential. That's probably it. You know who that's from? Tom. Tom has chimed in. <laughs> I told you at some point in the show, Tom will chime in. And then he also said, I know Johnson was was right. Elite one win at division rival in seven years with no fans. What? <laughs> I have no idea what that means. That must have been a voice of text. When you look at the season, offense played above average six times. That's from Tom. All right. I don't. I don't. I, I don't get half. I of mean, it maybe when you're when you're just so like when you have so many thoughts that Tom like Tom does, they just know, all some, came out at yeah, one time. Yeah, exactly. You there know? you go. They just all jumbled together and just threw it against. Sometimes the wall. it might not even be what we're talking about. Sometimes it might not be. It might not be. That's but okay. You gotta let you know. Right. No doubt about it. Well, let's get to Dan Ventrelli right now, the Raiders president. He was at McCarran Airport earlier today talking about the new airplane for uh, Allegiant Stadium or Allegiant Airlines rolled out. Uh, good stuff. It was really a good-looking airplane. Uh, he had a little Q&A with about, eh, about eight or nine of us of the media. You'll hear that conversation right now. Check it out. Well, how's it feel to reveal the Raider Nation airplane here at Allegiant Stadium, McCarran Airport? Uh, we couldn't be more excited about the plane. We couldn't be more excited about the partnership with Allegiant, and we think it represents the way we work with them well and the way we're excited to continue to work with them in this community. That's a matching plane with the stadium. I mean, what what stands out to you most about the plane? Yeah, I think what stands out the most about it is the way it uh, combines the proud brands of Allegiant and the Raiders and the way it showcases how well we work together. Um, it's emblematic of how well we've worked together in this community to create impactful opportunities for people um, to recognize uh, efforts from to recognize efforts from uh, great members of the community like um, our public school teachers who we've recognized with Allegiant to do things like give opportunities to young girls to play sports in another initiative that we had in conjunction with Allegiant. So just the synergy of those brands and working together with them to make those impactful changes in the community, um, really to be able to showcase it, whether it's on the stadium or whether it's on the plane, to be able to combine those brands and give strength to those efforts is really something that we're proud of. So it's the first time the Raiders has anything like this. First yeah. time ever. It's it's different, and I think it's different. Um, it's not only different for us. I think it's different um, than what's been done around the league because of how closely the companies are working together to really be invested in the community, right? It's really about a lot more than just the building or the plane. It's really about how can we make the lives of people in Southern Nevada better and how can we work together to do that. And so I think that all of those elements make it special. You mentioned community a bunch of times, and that's even before you guys actually touched down in Las Vegas, you guys were part of that. Why was that so important for you guys to be involved? Yeah, it's important because it's genuine, because we mean it, because we feel like um, we're here and we appreciate the way that we've been embraced and we've gone um, we've made a lot of effort to try to make sure that the people here know that um, we've embraced them in the same way that they're important to us that their support is meaningful to us that we're excited to welcome them into the building and so um, we did it well before the team moved and we're going to continue to do it because it's who we are it's what we believe in and it's how we think the team uh, should interact with the community that's here and so we're, we're genuine about it and enthusiastic about it and we're going to always continue to be that. 
So I wanted to ask, you know, uh, Monday night national stage, first home game, regular season game, fans are allowed it. How pumped up are you for that? Oh, we're excited. We couldn't be more excited to be here and to be able to open the doors of our house to our fans, right? The, build, the building's obviously beautiful. We loved playing in it last year, but it can't compare to what it's going to be like when it's full and when we can hear our fans and Raider Nation loudly supporting the team the way that they love doing and the way that uh, we love being in front of. So we couldn't be more excited about it. We're happy to have him there, and we look forward to Monday night. Any predictions? <laughs> I, pre- <laughs> I, I predict it's going to be an awesome night for Southern Nevada, Las Vegas, and all the people that worked so hard to make this stadium a reality. There's a lot of investment from you know, the governor down to the county commission and the stadium authority board. There are a lot of really exceptional people who worked very hard to make this thing happen. Um, and to see it all come to life in conjunction with Mark Davis's vision and to be able to bring the community in and have them touch it and feel it and be close to the team is going to be an exciting thing for all of us. Dan, we've been hammering home the, the Clear app, you know, make yes. sure the vaccination, have the Clear app. How important is that for them, not only to have it, download it early, but also there's also alter, alternates that you can do as well. Sure, no, it's really important, um, and we've been explaining to the fans to do it early. Don't wait until game day. Make sure you download the app, upload your vaccination information. It's very simple. It takes only five minutes. You only have to do it one time. Once you do it, it'll work for the entire season. And so do it that one time well in advance of game day so that you can fly through the gates easily and be in the stadium and enjoy the game that um, we're all looking forward to. I think that uh, in terms of other options, um, if there are any questions about, um, you know, if you had an international vaccine or um, if you only have one vaccination, we've set up an alternate screening process that's going to be open Saturday and Sunday from 1 to 6 on the north end of the stadium so you can bring your documents and your ID in order to get um, that vaccination information verified. You can get a wristband so that you can still come to the game. We encourage people to do that early. Take advantage of that Saturday and Sunday time to avoid any backup at the game. We'll have that open on game day as well. We'll have on-site vaccines available on game day as well. So even if you make the last-minute decision to get vaccinated to come to the game, we'll be able to accommodate you. So we try to create a lot of options. But like you said, the most important thing is for people to act early and to be prepared and to go now and download that Clear app now, um, Raiders.com forward slash Clear. You can get all the information, an instructional video, and a step-by-step opportunity to understand what to do to be able to come through the gates easily on game day. There it is right there. Raiders president Dan Vitrelli there at McCarran Airport earlier today as the airplane, the official Raiders airplane, Allegiant Airlines was unveiled. They had uh, the Raiderettes were out there. Uh, multiple members of the media was out there. And it was just a lot of fun. Greg Townsend was out there. Uh, there's just uh, it, was, it was really cool. It was cool to see that. And it was uh, it, it's just something else to do. You know, you, you decide, hey, how are you going to cover the team today? Oh, they don't have practice? No problem. Just go out to the airport and check out the new airplane. It's kind of cool. You know, it's, it's, it's right up my alley. There's always something going on. There's always something for us to do. And we're going to bring it to you here on Raider Nation Radio. That's how we get down. 338. That is the time when we come back, come back, come back. We are going to have the Demon, the Boss, exclusive, prestige, world ride, boats, and, well, you know the rest. Demon, I don't even know who the interview's with, but he's going to do it. Don't tell us. Don't tell us till we come back, Demon. <laughs> Every week, at least once a week, Demon's going to bring us an exclusive. Demon, the Boss, exclusive. That's coming up next here on Radio Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. 3.42 is the time. 
about 15, 16 minutes left in today's show. Flies by like always. We got my guy Vinny Bonsignor in the huddle. He's standing by. He's going to come up and hold it down for the next couple hours. But before we get to that, every single week, you could expect at some point of the, the show, some point of the week, you can expect a The Mon, The Boss exclusive. I don't know who it's going to be and who it's going to be with. And it's none of my business because DeMond is going to go get it. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm putting this on you because you've, if you have enough pride to bring that to the table, we're going to play it. And if you don't think it's good, we ain't going to play it. But if you think that it's good and you got it and you spent the time working on it, then damn it, let's run with it. So, DeMond, go ahead and let us know what we got. All right. Friday, I went out to Shadow Ridge High School for the uh, high school game of the week. We had Shadow Ridge versus Durango playing. Keith Moody was the alumni there. You know, um, former Raider cornerback, special teamer, returned a couple punts and all that good stuff. But with talking to Keith, what was so good about him, he was actually used to be a high school principal. Nice. You know, we're at the high school game of the week. So, there you, you know, go. Set that up for you a little bit there, too. I like it. I like it. Well, let's let's jump into it, man. Without any further ado, Demond the Boss and Keith Moody. Hey, it's Demond Cotton here on behalf of Raider Nation Radio here at the Tom Flores High School Game of the Week. We are here at Shadow Ridge High School up here in North Vegas, and I'm speaking with Keith Moody, former Raiders defensive back, also won a ring with the Raiders in 1980, back a part of the Oakland Raiders, right? <laughs> yes. So I was with them when we were the Oakland Raiders. It was uh, Tom Flores, first year as a head coach in the NFL, and we won the Super Bowl. So congratulations to Tom, and congratulations to Coach Flores for being inducted into the Hall of Fame, and we're looking forward to celebrating that with him. All right, now you mentioned Coach Flores being a part of the Hall of Fame, and that was uh, a long-time moment for Raider fans that everyone wanted to see happen. And we got word a few weeks ago that Cliff Branch is on his way in. Do you have any Cliff Branch stories maybe going against him at practice? I know you were a part. He was a part of that team as well. Yeah, going against Cliff at practice was quite eye-opening. Uh, I ran a 4-3-40, and I thought I had some speed until uh, I tried to cover Cliff, and he ran right by me like I was standing still. But my most impressive thing that I thought about when I saw Cliff play, was in the Super Bowl, he actually beat one of their DBs from the Eagles twice. He ran by him, the ball was slightly on the throne, he came, came back and caught it, and then ran by the guy again for a touchdown. So that's the kind of speed and ability, talent that Cliff had, and this being inducted is well-deserved. All right, and we are out here at the high school football game of the week, and you have some background with high schools. Um, as I um, know, you were a... Um, guidance counselor and then moved on to a principal can you speak to how important high school football can be for students well i think it's a great outlet not just for the players you have a lot of aspects that people don't realize like the, the marching band the cheerleaders the dance squad they're all involved and engaged with the school because of high school sports so it's something that we need to make sure that we provide for students so they have that positive outlet to uh, keep their life on track and what's the biggest thing that you learned from being able to work with students and just to be around them, just the biggest thing that you learned working around kids? Well, they individually have goals, and you as an administrator are there to help facilitate them reaching their goals. You don't decide what they want. You decide how to help them, and you try to influence them, and you try to have the resources available so they can be successful attaining their goals. All right, Keith, I don't know if you're keeping up with the Raiders' possibilities this season or how the team is looking. Do you have any predictions on how the team may fare this season? Uh, I'm going to have to go with the prediction I made about a week ago to some of my uh, teammates. I said we're going to end up probably 12-5, and 13-4. 
So uh, everybody, everybody went, no way. And I went, you'll see. Watch, watch and see. <laughs> All right. Big predictions from Keith Moody. Put his name on it. That's at least a playoff team. Do you think they'll get a playoff win then? Oh, yeah. I think this will be a playoff win. And, and we'll see. Maybe they'll make it to the Super Bowl. All right. Thank you for your time. All right. I just want to keep hearing some uh, Keith Moody <laughs> talk about the Raiders' expectations for the season. 13-4, and 12-5. and five. That's not bad. That's a oh, hell of a man. prediction. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm not saying. I mean, look, that's a that's a four t- that's a four game jump, but it's a possibility. That's why I was so excited just for like that little end of it because I wanted to see what your reaction was going to be because oh. he said it. I like I I took a step <laughs> back like wow whoa. I got excited when I heard Ursher in the background. To tell, tell you the truth, as soon as I heard yeah yeah, you know, I started getting it here in the studio. Boy, lucky we ain't got no camera. We had a ca- <laughs> if we had a camera here in studio while we were on, man, we'd have folks knocking on the door. Let me into that party going on in that studio. Ooh, I just did. I just knock something. I think I just knocked something off the wall on the other side. Yo, man, you, yo. there's something here on the other side, huh? Now someone's actually going to be coming to the yeah. studio. Like, yeah, somebody's going to be knocking on the door in the studio for real now. Vinny, you did it. You knocked on. I don't know what I knocked over, but I literally heard it fall. Oh, sorry, look, Kara from reception. Kara, come here, come here. <laughs> My bad. Come, come on, because I don't want people to think I'm lying. Here, turn her mic on. Sorry, Kira. I didn't know. First of all, okay. So I was excited right now, obviously. And I just, <laughs> you I just, knocked down. What, 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 what knocked? What fell? We have that display right there. You yes. just knocked down like three plaques. Shut up. No. Oh, my bad. Can we blame it on Vinny? I'm still sure. the new guy. Can you blame it on Vinny? Sure. Vinny, it's all your fault. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take one for the team right there. Although we, I think proximity yeah, to the I wall. Think, yeah, I mean, I'm standing right. I didn't and know. he's been jumping around. <laughs> for anyone who's not, who obviously we're on the radio, you can't see, but you've been jumping around. How many of those energy drinks did no, you I drink? I only have one a day. I only have one a day, but I'm just, I love this. And so I just get fired up. She knows. Kara knows. She no, hears me yelling no, every day. You have to be yeah. like that. You're the loudest person in the room. You said it. Yeah, I am. I, yeah. I really not. Is there anything broken? No. Okay, good. No. I didn't know I knocked anything over until I heard it. Like, I literally heard something fall. I was like, oh, dang. We thought somebody was banging on the door to get in. Well, isn't that what I, that was what I was going for. That's what I was going for. I succeeded. (laughs) I said, this is what I said. This is what happened. I said, if there was a camera here, and because I was in here dancing to Ursher a little while ago, if if we had a camera and people were watching, they'd literally want to bang on the wall and say, let me into that party you guys are having. That's why I knocked on the wall like that. Okay, for sure. But then you broke stuff on the on the way in. But that did entail yes. bring you coming in here because right. you had to, to come the party in. that true, we're having. True. I mean, your point was made. There it is. Your point was as made. As long as my point was made. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disturb the peace. That's okay. All right. It's tell fine. Natalie I apologize. It's fine. Okay, good. I won't even tell her. Thank you. That's even better. <laughs> good looking out. Yeah, that's the great good answer right there. That's out. why Kira's on my team. Be our little secret. All right. I thought I heard something. I did too. I mean, obviously I did, but when it when I knocked on the on the wall, I heard something. Like, That's that studio wall, I guess, right? I mean, that I thought you it would was, think. I thought it was pretty solid. That's the bathroom over on that side. Yes. I guess I should have knocked on that door. Probably, yeah. Oh well. All right. Well, for future reference. Yeah, exactly. Well, Vinny, Vinny's coming up next. Do we have one call that we we can get in, or do we not have time? Uh, we got time for for a caller or two. Oh man, you're really pushing it. All right, go ahead. Who who do you uh, who do you have up first? Now that I derailed the show, Danny and Fresno. Oh, the five five nine represent. What's up, Danny? Hey, not Danny, but Tony. Okay, Tony. Well, Demond got your your name wrong, but Tony in Fresno. What up, dog? 
Uh, man, I'm sorry, Tony. I'm sorry, Tony. I'm doing all this to get you on the show. Tony, speak your piece. <laughs> That's 0 for 2. I've been president for like 18 years. Group, you know, had a family and everything. But, um, but I check it out. You guys got a hot show. Love it. Um, but uh, I want to talk a little bit about this Monday night game. I think it's going to be like 17 31. Mars going to throw the end to the Hobbs. Uh, he's going to throw a little refreshing. He's going to have a lot of rust on him. But this whole energy, this whole vibe that everybody's been talking about, that the players have been talking about, if, if, you, if, you're, if you're in connected with the team, you know what this is like. I mean, I was around when the Gruden years came around, and Gruden was kind of like cleaning up shop. And yeah, he was betting heads with Al Davis, but um, this, is, this is just like that era. The vibe that Gruden's putting off in the team and the players, everything, if you can go back in time, if you were that, if you were if you were a Raider fan back then, you understand what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That whole team was gelling together. I mean, you had Rice, you had, you had all the cats there, but it's just a different vibe. And I agree with everybody when you say, you know, we, you know, uh, AFC Championship is not as far as I can think of. You know, I, I, I truly believe that. I know Gruden believes that. I know Manlock believes that. I know the team believes that. As far as getting to the Super Bowl, well, let's just get to the AFC Championship because that's that's the stepping stone. That's the, the you guys got something hot. I see it. I feel it. Uh, Seventeen to thirty-one. Raiders going to knock it out the park. Uh, Lamar Jackson's going to have a little bit of rust on him. You know, he, he's coming back. There's lots to come back. And then once you guys talked about the offensive line being shaky like that, the dogs are going to eat all day. The dogs are going to eat all day. So you're not you're not going to be able to stop. Uh, Lamar from just doing the thing, but you are going to limit his him his, his ability to to scramble because he's not going to have a, a, anybody to throw to or anybody to hand it off to. So I give him I give him 17 points because they are the Baltimore Ravens. Good stuff, good stuff. Thank you for the call. 31-17, He's saying the Raiders get the dub, and I'll tell you right now. I know we said if the Raiders hold the Ravens to 14 points, that the defense better be what the conversation is on Tuesday. If they hold them to 17, the the defense still better be the conversation on Tuesday. That's all I care about. How about Tuco? Do I have time to get to Tuco, or do we not have time? You know what? We don't have time. Okay, no problem. Damon, <laughs> thank you for that. V- Vinny, Vinny's been stirring things up in here, knocking stuff off the walls and everything, getting everyone fired up. What you got coming up, man? In the huddles coming up. How excited are you for this uh, upcoming game on Monday? I know it's a few days away, but the excitement's got to be there. Definitely excited, and you can you can feel the energy shift uh, at the facility in Henderson. Guys are getting into game mode. When I was meeting with John Gruden uh, the other day, yeah, how was, I was that? I was in the how lunchroom with them. It was great. It nice. was great. Got a chance to talk to uh, Derek Carr about Fresno State. They're fairly good showing uh, on Saturday. They, uh, they should have won that game. He pointed out that they're playing Cal Poly. San Luis Obispo uh, on Saturday. However, they said don't overlook them. Mountain West is pretty good this no, year. No, don't overlook them, but they should have won that game over the weekend. They just turned the ball over too much. Against Oregon, yeah. Yep. Um, so, you know, it's it's interesting when you cover the NFL. I know you know this, Q. You're gonna, we're going to see it tomorrow. Um, that shift when you start getting into official game week preparation. Mm-hmm. Uh, these last two days, Tuesday, or was it Monday and Tuesday, still kind of a you know, uh, out there, you know, uh, getting ready kind of a mode, but not like getting ready for a game mode. And I think you're going to start seeing that tomorrow. Everybody's going to be dialed up. I like the 3117. Uh, that's a, that's a pretty decent prediction. And, and, you know, you, you said something interesting, the conversation being the defense, Mm -hmm. the conversation has been about the defense so much 
after every game, basically, for the, all the wrong reasons. For all the wrong reasons, you're right. You yep. know, and yep. so to, for them to change that narrative, I know there's frustration in that room. Uh, there's a lot of newcomers that could care less what happened last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't part of it. Uh, but for the guys that did, that are uh, carryovers, there's a lot of frustration for what happened these last couple of years and last year specifically. Uh, for them to be able to wipe the slate clean, uh, if they can, on Monday night with a, a great performance would really bode well and be a great stepping stone moving forward. Wasn't, I mean, speaking of guys that want to kind of, uh, you know, wipe that slate clean, how about Corey Littleton? When yeah. He met with us, and and uh, I think you asked him the question about Lamar Jackson, or maybe someone else asked him the question about Lamar Jackson. He just answered it real quick, like, apparently he does magic tricks, too. Yeah, you could tell that. Uh, and rolled the, his eyes. He rolled his eyes, He did too. roll his eyes, yes. and uh, that kind of gives you a little indication they're tired of talking about exactly. Lamar Jackson, which means they've been talking a lot about Lamar Jackson um, behind mm-hmm. the scenes. And yeah, you know, I, I liked it actually. I did you know, too. It was like, hey, who cares about Lamar? I mean, not to who that. Ca- extent. It's not disrespectful, but it's like, hey, we're a damn good team too. If we take care of our business, yep. Lamar Jackson, we're going to make Lamar Jackson disappear. That's the magic trick that's going to happen on <laughs> Monday night, apparently. Right, no doubt about it. Well, uh, Vinny's coming up next. What day is today? Today is Wednesday. Is it Wednesday already? Yes, Lincoln Kennedy will be back. There we go. And then you guys will be doing the show from Lincoln's Restaurant the tomorrow. Angry Crab. That sounds great. That's a way to kick off the NFL season. And of course, everyone's going to be encouraged to come on out and hang out with you guys. You'll, I know, tell them a lot more about that. But you and Lincoln at the Angry Crab. And then you and I will be out at Rockstar Bar and Grill Sunday, Sunday five o'clock. Uh, really, uh, Rob, uh, Bob Golick is going to be joining. Is us. Is he really? Yes. Nice. So, uh, going to have a lot of fun on uh, giving away some Raider tickets to uh, the Raiders against the Ravens. So uh, come on out and have a great time with us. There you go, man. Action packed weekend coming up. But before the weekend, we got to get through Thursday and Friday. We'll do that. We'll be out at the facility tomorrow. Vinny's coming up next in the huddle, four to six p.m. This is probably your first full show in a while, huh? It is, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Even yesterday, it was a little kind of off a little bit, but we're, we're back. We are back. We are back. And DeMond Cotton, great job on your exclusive, exclusive, exclusive with Keith Moody. We definitely appreciate that. Appreciate all the feedback. We'll be back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Vinny's up next. This is Raider Nation Radio 920.